Hello and welcome to this Life Changes podcast. You are now listening to one of our Sunday messages. If you'd like to know more about Life Changes, you can visit us on Facebook, Twitter or Instagram. Now lean in and enjoy. No, that's true. Uh, how, like how? How does it actually, how do those things work together? And, and I've tried to figure it out you know, for myself, is that obviously you're made a certain way of gifts and talents and so on, but it's a bit like um, rugby, where it's a game, hey, I mean, on this, there's a game, it has, it's 80 minutes, uh, there's positions, whatever, and um, like Bucky's Porter or Ib, Ib, in this, Iban, Iban Etzebeth, you know what I mean, his job is the enforcer, on the, and his job is like to, you know, intimidate people and like, you know, hurt them, basically hurt them, you know, even breath, we don't know what he uses, but, you know, and he, it's, it's pretty physical, I mean, it's, we love watching, I love it, but it's, 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 it's like people are trying to kill each other, all right, but then the whistle goes, and then the game is over, and they all pretend like they're, they're friends. Now, um, what, what you don't find, though, in, in a, in, with a guy like Iban, hopefully, is that at spa, he's tackling the pensioners, you know what I mean? <laughs> In other words, there's a time and a place for, for everything. You know, you get, you get asked to play a game, you play it. There has rules, there's, 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 there's a definition, it's, it's what you're there to do. As a comedian, you're there to see, is it true, isn't it? Is there a line, where is it? Um, um, are we, are we, what are we mocking? Uh, you know, am I laughing at you? And if I'm, making, if I'm having a laugh in church, am I mocking God? Because I think that's what people think. I think people think you, you're not honoring God. You, you're mocking. Whereas there's a big difference between laughter and mockery. Mockery, you don't have to, you don't be laughing to mock, you know. Often people just say, no, you look lovely. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's mocking. No one's laughing, but that's mockery, you know. L- l- are we laughing together? Or are we laughing at each other? You know, the, the, these, are the que- these are the more important questions, really about what we're doing. So if that makes any sense, I hope that just helps to sort of, so I believe that there's a definition of what you're there to do. You have a, a certain way of thinking and a mind, and that's part of your calling, to, to, to experience that in a God-honoring way. Okay. Uh, I don't know if there's any, do you have any slides? I, my, I have a first slide of my family, who, just so you'll know, that's, that's all of them. And, and you know, there's a couple of challenges in the middle there, but... but um, you know that you have that shot now, everyone smile, be nice, ah, and it almost never looks like that again, you know what I mean? But anyway, that's, that's us, I've got four children, that's my wife on the side, she's not a child, she's, well, she's an adult. Anyway, um, anyway she's, you know, I only married her because I felt sorry for her. <laughs> Joking, obviously. I always tell people, you know, when you get married, whatever, you, you, some, you know, if someone's really hot, just make them laugh, make them laugh, make them, before they stop, get married. All right. <laughs> I, I am, I am, uh, I am, I have a few challenges. I am AD, I am somewhere in the scale of ADD, ADHD, actually, I, I, from what I can gather, uh, which is a challenge growing up. I think I might have alluded to some of those things in the show. Was anyone at that show, I'm thinking? Quite a few. I was saying that, you know, it increases your survival chances, you know, hey. There's a wild animal in the bush. I will notice it first. You know, could forget about it again. They notice it again. You know that whole thing. Anyway, so I am that. I'm, I'm actually Irish. I was born in Ireland. My, my parents, my whole family are actually musicians. Um, any Irish people? Yes. Are you born in Ireland? Uh, yeah. People love being Irish. Funny enough, eh? You know, yeah, but... Uh, you have a passport when you're still here. Well done. Okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> There's the dark side. Anyway, um, stay here, stay here. It's much warmer. Um, um, uh, so, so I, 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 artists uh, come from that uh, family. I, um, uh, and I'm very aware of the fact of that I'm on stage in a, in a place as a comedian, at, and I thank you for giving me the opportunity, where there's been a lot of d damage done um, in church circles, bad, 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 bad evangelism. I've seen some of it, you know, angry people telling angry stories, you know, repent, <laughs> sucker. <laughs> you know, you know, you know like the, at the end of days, there'll be great wailing and gnashing of teeth. You know, the guys love those scriptures, you know, like, oh, yeah. I always think of some old lady, like, hey, sorry, I don't have any uh, <laughs> teeth. <laughs> just, oh, teeth will be provided, go on. <laughs> or, or, you know, you know what I mean? Do you understand what I mean? Like, uh, uh, or they, they, you know, just bad, you know, they don't really understand, but they want to tell you, you know, because God was cross, he had to die on a cross, or, you know. <laughs> God made this lady pregnant with his immaculate contraption. <laughs> Just like, why, why, why? Um, but I, I do believe that, that if we're not authentic, we're not in the game. You know, if we're not, if we're not authentic, we're not in the game. If we, if we have to pretend like we're, you know, like this, you know, uh, ginger, beautiful person, um, who wears a tw 28 pants. Um, <laughs> Get him to the buffet or something, please. Okay, now, Brett, you not so much. Here more, okay? Now, but but we, don't all, we don't all have to be like the pastor, you know? We, we have gifts, we have talents, we have, we have to be authentic. I think we have to discover what that is, and that's how we, we join the body, really join the body. There's a church which scripturally means that we are the body of Christ, we are the body of Jesus working, and that seems to be plan A. I mean, uh, you know. So um, I, I'd like to, the, the main sort of body of what I want to talk about today, if you'll forgive me, is, um, and I felt it was called to, to talk about this, is, is this, um, can you bring up the next slide, please? Um, oh, sorry, that's this one before that, it's the other scripture, if, if you've, hopefully you've got it there. It's the one from Kings, uh, 2 Kings. That's it, it's... Uh, yeah. Oh, you can read it. So one night, the, uh, let's, let's go. Uh, I, I put an extra W in here somewhere. Oh, yes. So one night, the king of Aram sent a great army with many chariots to surround the city. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Only saw that just now. Anyway. Um, so a great army with many chariots to surround the city. When the servant of the man of God got up early in the morning and went outside, there were troops, horses, and chariots everywhere. Oh, sir, what will we do now? The young man cried to Elisha. Don't be afraid, Elisha told him, for there are more on our side than on theirs. Then Elisha prayed, O Lord, open up his eyes and let him see. The Lord opened up the young man's eyes, and when he looked up, he saw that the hillside around Elisha was filled with horses and chariots of fire. We love that scripture. I think if you're a Christian, you love it. You know, there's a problem, don't worry. Boom. Chariots of fire. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm all right? It's like, yeah. It's like, you got chariots, we got chariots of fire. <laughs> I don't know who's going to win. Don't think you. Okay, now, you know, I always wonder why they use chariots, because obviously I don't know if God used chariots, but anyway, it's not important. 
ADD moment. I think it was more figurative to say, you know, we, you know we've got what you've got, we've got them, but we've got them hot. And um, so, so, so that's, that's an awesome story. And we, that God, we need God with faith. Faith is there. Boom. God moves. Uh, this was in a place called Dothan. And I happened to notice later on that another quite important thing happened in Dothan. And that was where uh, Joseph was sold into slavery by his brothers. He went out to find them. They were in Dothan. They didn't like Joseph very much. Most of you know, do, do we all know the story of Joseph? You know, many colored, most of you know his, his brothers were, and you, you, you can't, I mean, I, I read that story, I don't blame them that much. I mean, in the beginning of the story, I, I didn't really like Joseph that much, and his father seemed to be doing a pretty average job. You know, it, it, was, it, it was favoritism, uh, there was no e equality, uh, he loved his wives, you know, differently, one with favorites, and he said it openly, I mean, it's just a recipe for disaster. So there was a toxicity, uh, there was a toxic environment within the family that really wasn't a fault of theirs, although they had, they had taken it on. And, and Joseph was a very proud, arrogant young guy, and they said, well, that's it, he's out. And they sold him into slavery. And yet Joseph was anointed, he knew it, he had dreams, he was going to be something, and he prayed, and year after year, he suffered, and he suffered. And where was God? Where was the God that, of his father as he spent time in jail and so on? And he, he understood, started to learn some things about character. He must have thought that God had abandoned him, although he never really acknowledged it. But in his heart, thinking, why am I still here? You know, tell the baker and the butler, tell the Pharaoh about me. Maybe you can get me out, you know, this desperation. I'm stuck here. If you can just hold that intention, I, 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 um, I, I hope that I'll get back to it just now. My, my story of how I ended up being a Christian um, is, is interesting. I, I grew up in an Irish home, a uh, Catholic. You know, we used to have maths in Latin, which is awesome when you're five. Because <laughs> it's just like aerobics, and then you get an ice cream afterwards if you're good. You know what I mean? There was a lot of ritual and not a lot of, I don't know much, you know. I just knew when to sit and when to kneel. And then I had an encounter with Jesus when I was about nine and on a camp, and I, I, I said, Lord, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm there. And then it wasn't very well received by my family, who didn't really know anything about that situation, but they thought it might be like a cult. You know, with parents, no, no, you know, next thing you know, you're going to be moved to somewhere and you're going to be making clothes and small shoes. I don't know. But... Uh, <laughs> You know, you know, and I understand that your parents should be weary of people who claim to be one thing. I mean, I get it, but, but there was quite a lot of pressure, and my elder brother especially was not happy, and he, he drilled me, so I sort of drove that fledgling faith underground, and I, I thought, well, maybe when I'm older, I'll believe, you know, when, I, when I'm strong enough, and I sort of ended up thinking, well, God is real, but not the way the religious people think, you know, all this stuff you've got to do. Anyway, I ended up studying. I met my wife. Uh, we went out for a long time because, you know, obviously, just want to test her, see if she's okay. And <laughs> I'm laughing, but I'm, I'm still paying for that. Um, <laughs> you know, that thing, you know, like where you hang on for something better, you know? Have you not got a mirror in your house? <laughs> I mean, she got married, um, then had, had my first daughter, Kaylee. Um, two years later, I had another daughter, beautiful child, Holly. I was traveling all over, the, my career was going well, 
I was in uh, Mossel Bay. I come back from doing something at the barnyard there when it was still one there. And I got home, and, and Lisa <coughs> wasn't there to pick me up. And uh, I phoned home. I said, uh, what's, what's happening? She said, no, you just need to get home. There's been a tragedy at home. Um, so I, I got a taxi. I raced home. I remember trying to pray. Didn't, you know that sort of void? I was in the void. I got home to find out that my, um, my youngest daughter, the car rolled back in the driveway and, she, and had ro- rolled over and she was killed. You know? And uh, it's, it's one of those moments where one minute you're in, on earth and the next minute you're sort of in Mars, on Mars. You know, you, you, your reality just goes... And you, but at the same time, I was very, very aware that my wife was on the edge, if not over. My, my daughter, the, both my daughters were in the car at the time. The car started to roll. They tried to get out. And I think between the two, you know, that's actually what happened. My elder daughter was with my, my baby. We don't actually know exactly what happened, but the, the result was that my younger daughter was killed. And um, I had my, my older daughter asking me right then as I got home, you know, was it, was it my fault, Dad? You know, you, you're trying to process grief, but you realize, you know, I can't lose my whole family in a day. You know, which was, I just saw that happening. I, I just could all just splinter and break, and that would be it, you know. So I, I moved into functional mode. So, right, okay, well, that's not going to happen. So counselors and psychologists and thing, and, you know, you're two, what do you know? It's a, you know, it's not about the car, who the brakes, who knows? Just, you know, trying to work stuff out, and I uh, tried to function, you know. Uh, my wife didn't respond that way. She, she just went straight to Jesus, you know. And uh, I didn't because I didn't want one of those people now was a crutch, you know. Uh, the crutch, you know. I'm not going to, now that I didn't believe, but now I'm believing because, you know, my daughter's been killed. It just shows you how stupid you can be. But, um, so that went on and on, and, and, and I really tried to, and it's, it's not a, you know, um, grief is not a day event or a week or a month. It just, it just morphs into different things, you know, and, and sort of spills over into different aspects of your life that you try and manage, you know, I must manage that. And, and, and what happens is, in my case anyway, is that you, you try and cut off these very low times because you can't function, actually. If you're really in that deep place, you, you literally feels like you're just not going to get out of that black hole. So you say, well, I won't go there. I literally will. If there's a, that's a song I don't like on the radio, switch it off. You know? So you sort of cut off this bottom edge of the curve. But if you think of like a heartbeat, when you cut off the bottom part, the top part also gets cut off. So what eventually happens is this graph, this sort of natural way of living, gets squashed into almost like a flat line. So you understand, you just don't maybe associate, you don't feel. You, you know that's right, that's wrong, but, but you haven't got an, an emotional detachment except being angry. Anyway, so that was for about seven, six and a half, seven years. One day Lisa says to me, you know, I was in the bath, I'll never forget this. She says, you know, uh, we're going to this new church, it's really nice, the kids love it. And uh, we find out, the guy told us that... Um, if I go to church, the wife, the mother goes to church every week, okay? The kids will still see that, but, I don't, but the father doesn't. The kids can see that as a hobby. I don't know. 
if the father goes to church even once or twice a year, the kids will see that somebody to consider seriously that it might be true completely. These were the stats coming out of America. I still want to see those stats. You know, so like, what do you say to that? Oh, do you want to come to church? Like, I'm like, okay, I'll come. Anyway, so I went to church, and it was a, one of, like, a, like a slightly bigger version of, of this. I mean, modern, you know, no pews, no, you know, people with a band and, you know, like lights and, you know. I'm like, hey, no, 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 no. And everything was, like, sort of wrong. You know, the pastor looked like a bouncer. You know, the wrong, oh, because, you know, the guy that, you know, had to go through, like, you know, cultures can be crazy, hey, you know, ch- church culture, if you're not used to it, you know, all the oaks trying to shake your hand, hi, you, you know, hi, you, hi, you, I felt like gladiator, remember that old program, gladiators, you had to get through everybody to get in, <laughs> anyway, get in, you know, eventually get to the front, you're like, you know, only went there because you heard there was prophets there, <laughs> anyway, check, <laughs> must check the spelling, anyway, you get inside and, um, then you think, well, I'm in. You know, I'm in. I'll sit down now. Obviously, you know, that, that form of engagement, it wasn't used to it. Then, and then worship music, boof, up band, you know, and then the words are up. I mean, whew, you have to try and sing, ah, and, and then, and then but it's not like karaoke, you know. There's no dot, or the dot doesn't move, you know. You're like, ah, blah, blah, blah. And then some guy puts his hands up beside you. Whatever. Anyway, it was, it was a, there was quite a lot of challenges there, you know, with the culture around that stuff if you're not used to it. And I think maybe as in our, whatever community, cultures are good. Cultures are great. But don't think they're, they're easy if you're not used to them, you know. But I think before we think, you need to come, you need to sing, you know, just say, hey, maybe the guy's just working it out, you know, the lady just, she's not used to this, you know, just, and, and for those of you who aren't regular church goes or not in this context and you see things that are a bit strange just give us a, a, a little bit of time maybe reserve judgment until you get to know a little bit more maybe it won't be as weird you know anyway, anyway. so and then, anyway get in and then the past young guy wearing a 28 pants comes up <laughs> and says oh, welcome very trendy trendy the, you know the, the offering you know dinosaur arms get away go on go on you know, <laughs> yeah. whatever all that you know, all that stuff. I mean, all that church culture stuff that I, I, I didn't know, you know. But, you know, I, I, there was just something going on. And I was trying to figure it out because I thought, you know, if this was a show, everyone's cast wrong. Where's the guy that can talk properly at the front? And the guy with the handshake. The, I mean, well, there's all these weird people, you know. And yet there's something going on which I can't put my finger. What is it? What is it? There's something else. Uh, th- this is not clever enough to be doing this well if this was all there was. What is happening? Does that make sense? So I said, hey, okay, let's just I'll come again. I'll, I'll, I'll go back because the oak was pretty insightful. I was saying, that's pretty good, eh? You, that's, I haven't thought of that. Anyway, so he was talking to me also. He was reading my emails. What are you doing? Anyway, <laughs> make sure I'm the first oak in the car. You know, we're going to be late for church. Come on, come on, come on. So anyway, I'm sitting in the church one day. It was a normal day. It wasn't an altar call. It wasn't a put up your hand. It was just like I was sitting there, and I had this encounter with, with God. Either, either it was that, or I was having a psychotic episode. <laughs> and, and both, are, I mean, I tell people, well, you know, I have no proof. You can decide. <laughs> but I had this picture of myself. I suddenly had this vision of myself, like, hanging onto a branch, like, like a car had gone over the cliff, 
But the guy fell out the car. You're not going to move you. And then the guy's hanging on suddenly. But like a branch or a little root or something or a tree out the side of the mountain. I'm hanging. And I could see I was so tired. Just exhausted. And then I heard a voice, had a thought. I don't know what it was. Where God said to me, let go. I'll catch you. I was like, I had a conversation. I said, no, no. Look, Lord, if this is you, Lord, you don't understand. If this is not real, if I let go of this, I am just going to shatter into a million pieces. I'm so fragile. I'm so tired. I can't be, this can't, you know, this can't. I just said, you let go. You'll see. So at that moment, no, no altar call moment. just said, all right, Lord, here goes. And I just, okay, it's yours. Take it. It's all yours. Take it. Boom. I felt life return, you know. And, and incredible what, you, what I missed was real sorrow. You think joy is important. Try not feeling sorrow for a while. Try not feeling empathy. Wow. It's death. It's what death is, you know. And um, just rushing, this, this rush of yes returned. It took me a while to, to work it out. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't a simple thing. And I mean, it's not like, you know, people in, in people have been through, and in this room, there'll be, there'll be plenty of people who have been through things that they're still processing, and maybe you'll always process. But you're not over it. You're never over it. You're just changed. And you know what? You want to be changed because you don't want that life to mean nothing or that event to mean nothing. You want to learn from it and be a, a person of character, a better character on the other side. So that sometimes that, that advice we think is me, well, well meant to say, you, you know, you'll heal, you'll be, you're going to get through this. It's, it doesn't help, you know, because they don't feel like they're getting through it. It may be changing, but they're still in the middle of it, you know. And um, anyway, um, so <laughs> I, I want to just draw a picture because it's, it's, I had to sort of come to terms with what it, what it meant for me to... Um, do you know, it gets bandied around a lot, the idea of salvation. Like, what does salvation mean? You know, people, oh, salvation. Do you have salvation? I was like, uh, no, I don't know. What are you talking about? So, I mean, I, I, I looked it up, and then I sort of made it, had to make a little drawing, sort of make sense of it myself. So, if you don't mind, I'd like to just do that for you. So, just say this is a picture that I, I saw where um, we are here, like people, right? And God is... Is, I'll just draw a crown because, I mean, God is, what does God look like? We, we don't, let's not go there. Um, and and, and not, obviously not everyone looks like this. Um, you know, obviously you. Yeah. But quite stalkerish with it. Okay, now, and, 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 and cutting us off between us, cutting us off is this long, this chasm, this long um, uh, like a drop, like a long drop, and um, and we call that sin. Sin has created this this this, this chasm. Okay, the, the 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 long the long drop, and and um and uh, so we think when we first people say, ah, oh, there's this afterlife, you know, spiritual. I'm very spiritual. I'm just not a you know believe in what you think. And you're like, oh, okay, cool, cool. So God is real, but I'm gonna. It's a bit like okay, I can make it on my own. You know the vibe. I can do it on my own. So it's like, ah, da, 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 whoosh, straight in there, wadank. So you think, oh, that didn't go so well, if I was a better person. 
if I was a better person, self-improvement, that is where it's at. No, I'll do yoga, six-pack. I will become a vegetarian. I've seen this. I am, because the way they treat those animals is shocking. All true, absolutely true. I'm going to be more present for my family, present and present, because that's, that's what they call it now, because it's a present, all this stuff. I'm going to be the only man at the kids' children's parties. P parties, party, whatever's, kids. Uh, we're going to talk about waxing with all the other ladies. It's going to be awesome. Okay, just, you, just start lining them up. All the things you're going to be, okay, to be a better person. That is how I'm going to work it out. So, it's, it's almost like a little trampoline. You know, you get all those little springs, and you, all the springs are good things. And now, now you, you're gonna, you've got wings to fly. So, you hit the, hit the trampoline. It's worse than before, actually. Because you just hit your head with the greater momentum. I don't know how it works, but that's how it works. Boom. It's like, it's like atomic once you build up a bit of speed. Okay. All right, so, uh, so that, now, now, but then, the people sometimes are more, dis, more, they've got different perspectives, more discerning, they say, no, I, I understand this, I don't even, I, I'm not even here, I'm not here, I am, I am down here, but I am not as bad as the other guy down here, <laughs> who is, you know, huh, you must see this guy. And because I, you know, and because and, and, I've got a log, I've got, I'm holding on, I've got a raft, I'm, I've got a, you know, that, may, that log may look like a, you know, six-pack or a Ferrari or a wife or a car, you name it. Okay, that's what, that's, you've got a log, he doesn't. But you, in this, you're, in the, you're in the long drop. You're just getting, you're getting used to the smell. Okay, now, the good news is, Salvation, how it's offered is, it's actually Jesus dying on the cross provides this, the cross, right? Let's just do this. Provides this, this a, a bridge across the chasm that through no work of your own is, um, allows you to enter into God's presence. And also it's a journey of, of, of self-discovery. I mean, the best version of you, we don't even know who that is yet. I mean, do we? I mean, this is something that doesn't take a day. It takes... Maybe it takes eternity. I don't know. Thank goodness. How, how bored would we be if we just was like, clang, and I had straight teeth. I mean, come on, man. You know, what does that look like practically? That, that, that can't be right. So, you know, becoming the best version of yourself takes time, but access to God is immediate. We, you know, so, so, so that's available. It's amazing. And, 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 and that's called grace. So grace is not just about forgiveness of sin. It's about life. You know, they say sinner needs Grace for forgiveness, true. A saint needs much more grace. Because everything they do is done from that place. Uh, I'll quote Dallas Willard, who's a great thinker, a Christian thinker, said, the saint burns more grace than a 747 burns fuel at takeoff. Because everything they do is done from this place. Okay. Um, now, now. If you're down here, I've realized that it doesn't matter where you are in this picture. It goes all the way down. You just, like a, like a coconut, trump, trump, you know, and, and, then, and then I just draw this, it, it, it sort of, uh, I draw a little shower at the top, it sort of spills it because we're washed by the blood of, that was one of the things that freaked me out when I first, we started becoming a washed by the blood and bride of Christ. I was like, oh, I don't know about being the bride. Um, 
Anyone else? Only me. Okay. You know, just like that wording, like how can you be washed in blood? But, but it's, it's, not a wash, it's not like, it's almost like it's, it's, a, it's on a DNA level. It's something inside. It's got to be inside out. It can't be, we're going to try harder again. It's got to say, we let you in to do it. We can't do, Grace. We, we can't do it, you know. We can't be authentic. We're going to get found out, you know. We, we let, and whereas I'm saying, now find me out, Lord, please, because sometimes I think I've handed it over, but I haven't, you know. I'm still hanging on. I'm still hanging Part of my finger. It's like trying to someone help you across the road. Say, you can take my hand, but just leave my leg. Oh, that's going to get challenging. You know, how do you get across the road? You know, all of you, it's got to go. Otherwise, you're not, you don't work. And, and, um, and I, yeah, and I, I don't know if this is appropriate, but anyway, um, I, I just draw, I like to draw like a little railing here uh, on the top, like a little railing. Um, because sometimes people, we wait till we're old, you know, to cross that thing, you know. It's like an insurance policy, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, the end is near, we go and make friends. You know, um, <laughs> no, 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 no. It, if, it's, if it's real, it's, it's for now, life is for now, it's not for then, we're missing out. It's one of the things that irritates me now about how much time I, I, I wasted so much time you know, I did so much harm, in, and I thought I was right. Frightening, you know, so scary. Um, so that's a picture of salvation, to know Jesus. He's the center. He stays at the center. Through him, we start to see everything. He's the lens. He's the bridge. He, he starts to make things work holistically, and, and you get to be yourself. You don't become a version of the, the God that looks. You, we admire people who have gifts, of course, but, but you're you, you know. If you're going to be an authentic part of God's body, Jesus' body, you have to be you. Otherwise, you're not doing your job. You know, you're just pretending. You're still, you're not in the game. You still hang on to some other ideal of, because you actually want people to like you. That's the problem. That's why I got into comedy, because I wanted people to like me. You know, until I find that actually I do look at the world pretty uniquely, and, and, and that's enough. And God can like me, and if people like me, I can honor them. You know, because maybe I'm able to bring up something that needs to be brought up. We need to laugh at stuff like marriage. And we do. Because otherwise it sits in the dark like a monster. And people think it's only me as I smile and clap my hands on Sunday. You know, and, it, and, and the monster grows in the dark. So, so just going back to the scripture we had on. Can you, can you put that, um, uh, this last slide about the... The, the scripture that was on there. If, what, I, what I like about this is, and it took me a while to see it, for they are more on our side than on theirs. Do you, do you feel like that? I must say I don't always. I feel like sometimes I'm broke. My kids don't like me. I'm doing it all wrong. It feels like I'm on my own. Okay. We're, we're just going back to the story of Joseph, and you think where it ends, where the restitution of that family that was completely broken, they're brought back together. It takes a long time to heal a family. I mean, to have a war can happen now. You want to really heal families, dysfunctional family, anyone, anyone? I put my hand up first. I'm telling you, it's hard. It takes time. It takes God to work very gently. It's a delicate operation. It takes time. But God was working. God was saving a land. God was forming a community that otherwise would not have happened and would not have a place to develop without this 
God in Joseph's case was being at least as redemptive, as active, as present, even though no one knew it as in this one. But in this one, we, we're reminded, it says, there are more on our side. There is always more on our side. Always. Whether you feel it, whether you know it. What we believe as Christians is that God is enough. You know? I mean, we, you know, there's, there's no comparison. He's, I'm going to try and finish up quite, quite quickly. The story of my family is that there was a young lady who had a, a, a child that ended up in my house uh, just after my, my daughter was killed. A, a little un, unwedded uh, mom. And um, at the beginning, my wife couldn't have the child around. She said, please, I, I can't see a baby now. She just lost a child. Every time I saw a baby, it was really difficult. But about a year later, she arrived back because the lady who was our full-time nanny, because I had four, uh, three kids and we were working at night, still had to work. We needed, needed that. And um, she arrived and won holidays and sort of just stayed on. And then that whole process of, oh, well, she's here now. Okay, well, where's she going to sleep? Oh, you're going to sleep there. Okay, well, she, it's a bit small. Does she want to sleep in the... Was put in the bedroom with my youngest daughter, who was a little bit younger than, uh, younger than her, and and so on. The whole, that whole process, going to school and blah, blah, until about she became part of the family. Until about four years after that, her father died. He didn't really know her father very well, and uh, my kids all lined me up. My eldest, and she's here at university at the moment. She was about nine, I think, and she said, "Dad, Dad, we're all full four of them, like these little tots, Dad." Fiona's upset. I said, oh. She says, her dad died. I said, no, I know that. Ah. She says, but I've told her not to worry. <coughs> I didn't like how that was going. You know what I mean? You just know. What is the next thing that's going to happen here? She says, I've told her not to worry. You, you will be her dad. I've told her. <laughs> all sitting there. They don't know what they're asking. Hey? They, don't, they don't know. They don't know what they're saying. Now, Obviously, I have no right to that child. I have no legal right. I have no. But in the moment, that's the challenge. I said, okay. I'll, I'll do that. I'll, okay. I'll be her. I'll be her father. She says, you call me dad. She started calling me dad. It's awesome. So she just joined family. Her mother, and I must honor her mother. Her mother was an amazing woman. Really tried her best. She was young, quite um, uneducated, but started studying. Became a social worker, but was tra- often away. But whenever she was back, she would interact and she loved her daughter and, and she was very happy with our arrangement you know we just said i just say well you got so lucky you got two families you know they love you fighting over you it's so one you're so lucky and, and uh and uh about four or five years ago um her she such a tragedy she got encephalitis and died the tree overnight she worked as a social worker it was a disaster went back home and Fiona was so upset, and I, I said, well, look, love, it's going to be fine, you know, and uh, I spoke to her, and our great-grandmother was very old, and there was no other relatives alive, really. Can we start the proceedings of officially adopting this child? Because, I mean, she's been our family, but she does, you know, we're not colonialists, you know. Oh, yes, I'll have a, I'll have a land and a small child, yeah, call me Madonna. You know what I mean? I mean, I, 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 you know, I mean, what's that about? You don't have the right. I mean, it's such a difficult thing, you know, this... But yet, God is saying, even though you're powerless, be that person. Yeah? That's the role. So even if you, you don't know, 
be it. So sort of that procedure, has, has anyone done the adoption uh, thing here? It's fairly challenging. And you realize that it's, it's, it's certainly not all yes, and maybe it's, it's, there's a, it's quite hard work. There's a lot of social work you've got to do, especially in our case where we wanted to adopt a particular person. You know, we're the only family she'd ever knew, but there was a lot of resistance to that. But eventually, God is great, and, and she's now a fully-fledged mem member, and she owns it. She's always saying, I'm the favorite. <laughs> Like she's embarrassed for the others, and she means it. I'm actually the favorite, Dad. She don't tell her, but it's fine. And I tell her, you're the favorite. Because she is the favorite. And that's how God views us. We're all favorites, you know. And I can't believe the love that has come with that. It's unbelievable. I can't believe how I love this child. And, and I, I, I brought a photo of her. I, I just, I, can you put that up? It's quite a low cut. I realize there's a bit of cleavage there. Sorry about that. But um, <laughs> she is the most gorgeous child. And it's, I mean, I love it. And, and so do the boys. And so they don't know how my father So I'll walk behind them all and be like, I'm like, hey, go on. You know what I mean? I'm like a secret, I'm on a secret mission. Okay, don't put that up too long. It's, I realize we should have cropped it there. Anyway, she's gorgeous. So talented thing. And what, what was lost, God has returned. Not, not in a way that there's a substitute, but there's more, there's more. There's you know, not that I could afford it, but never mind. You know, here, have another one. You know? <laughs> Great, just what I need, another school fees, awesome. You know, but I've been busy with that for years. You know, that's life, eh? That's life. And so, it is beautiful. It's, it's, it's one of the things that I treasured most of my life. And I, I, it wasn't easy, guys. There was a lot of challenges around families, and it's hectic. So, I want to just finish on this. This is my favorite scripture. Can you put that last slide up, uh, or the fourth slide? If it's there. I am the way, the truth, and the life. Jesus says that. I'm the way, I'm the truth. For a long time I thought maybe that, but life didn't seem to be. I'm the way, the truth, and the life. The church seemed to be very small. You know, be like that, or you're not fit. But no. I've realized that it's I'm the way, the truth, and the life. Doesn't matter who you are. You have a place within this family. And if you don't take it up, it's not it's it's not working, you know. Jesus says that you are the light of the world. You're, you're the salt. You're the light. Not, you know, you, some other, you know, you. In that situation, you're the one who makes it work. It's not by accident that you're in a community of believers. And um, you don't know where God is with you in the journey. Are you, are you Joseph stuck in a jail? I'm just telling you, lean on, lean on him, not on your own understanding. And you'll be amazed the beautiful picture that results from those dark times. And there are dark times. That's not, that's not, I mean, people are going through challenges. But that's okay. We don't look to that. We look to him who, who sees it, who knows it, who's made us. We are his favorite. And he says, they are more on our side. Believe it. Do you mind if I pray? Can, do you mind if I pray with us before we, we close? Father God, forgive us, forgive us, Lord, our, your foolish children at times. We forget who you are. We just forget, Lord. We, we, we see our own issues and we forget that it's not us, but it's who we are in you. Lord, I ask if you would reveal yourself. You're so big, but did you reveal a part of it? As much as we can handle, Father, 
you would allow us to see that, to encourage us, Lord, to fill us with your grace that is really necessary if we're going to do anything of significance. And we know that does not happen in isolation. Nothing happens in isolation with you. It's all part of a plan. So, Lord, we pray that you'd, you'd, we, with redemption in our, we know we'd make mistakes, Lord, but in the spite of that, that something beautiful would arise in your name and to your glory and that healing would manifest within your, your body, your church. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much for having me, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much. <laughs>